Okay, we got it all set up and we are away. Hello. Don't forget your job this time, Martin. Yes. I hate the Jews. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that's my job. Welcome back to the most unlistenable podcast in the world. That's exactly right. Um, so, I, I was having a thought while taking a shit. Um, I was thinking to myself... You see all this stuff in the news with the uh, drag queen story time? I've not seen it, but go ahead. Okay. Well, there's all this controversy about drag queens reading stories to kids at uh, public libraries that parents bring their children to. Um, And I was just thinking, I like, I actually know some of the drag queens have been doing it. And, you know, I, I know some of them personally and they don't seem like bad people to me. Um, I don't really have much of an opinion on the matter, but some people, some people are very offended by the whole thing. And, uh, I have a solution for it. Um, because the whole idea of drag queens going to read to four and five year olds is, you know, to promote, you know, acceptance or acceptance and tolerance. So against like it's combating racism and homophobia, really. And I thought, well, why not go read to old people at old people's homes, right? Mm. Now, you could do this because four and five-year-olds, I don't really think know how to be racist and homophobic yet. Um, But old people, I don't know if you've met many old people, but most of them seem to be racist and homophobic. Like, I I really feel like they are the ones who could use the lesson, no? I feel like you would see a lot of old people squirming. Squirming? That yeah. would be entertaining to watch, actually. Would you go what, Would you go to that uh, event? To see a drag queen uh, chat to old people. Yeah. Well, also, they're reading them a kid's book. Yeah. What, do you think the old people would prefer if uh, the drag queen read Banjo, Banjo Patterson or something like that? What is Banjo Patterson? Oh, he's a famous Australian uh, storyteller and poem, poet. Famous Australian writer and uh, poet. I mean, I, I suppose you could just say writer. I mean, poets write, so... Yeah. The Hungry Caterpillar is a good book. <laughs> We were also talking earlier about um, the for traffic controllers, lollipop men. Like we were talking about how I felt that uh, there is the people who are in that job, traffic controller and lollipop men. Um, I feel like they're really stealing jobs from a certain type of people. The Jews. No, no, no I did not bring up those people once in that conversation, Martin. <clears throat> well, I for one, want to become a traffic controller. Do it. You could do that. You've already been a removalist. Yeah, they're directly linked. Um, Well, I mean, you've already done hard work, which is is removalist. Yeah, so now it's time to do some less hard work. Yeah, exactly, you know. Life isn't about, you know, making things more difficult for yourself. Yeah, why not do the bare minimum and get paid money? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was just like last episode when we were talking about those actors taking the shittiest movie roles 
and getting and doing it just for the paycheck, like for the half million to a million dollars per shitty movie they do. Yeah, traffic control is the shitty acting of the working world. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so we were thinking we we both get that if we move to Sydney next year, which I hope you're keen for because I'm very serious about it. Yeah, I mean it'll, it'll be a change. Mm. It'll be a challenge as well. Yeah, because we'll be living in a bin. Just about. Just about. But you know what? It, it'd be very fun. <clears throat> it would be very fun. Um, is there anything uh, you look forward to about Sydney? More, no. co- more comedy rooms? Yeah, from what I understand, the comedy rooms are, by and large, are even shittier. What do you mean? Like, it's even harder. How do you mean harder? Like, to get a laugh? Maybe, but also maybe to, like, get in and... I don't know, man. What, just to get into a comedy room? I actually don't know anything. I was just making shit up. Oh, why do you do that to me, Martin? Why do you do that to me? We're all about facts on this show. I don't know a lot about Sydney, but I'm sure it's got comedy there. I'm sure it does. I've heard say it's less PC than Melbourne too. So it's like comedians go to a, a Sydney and um, <clears throat> activists go to Melbourne sort of thing. Well, I'm an activist. Mm. What kind of activist are you? Um, the doing fuck all activist <laughs> and getting paid for it? Yeah, well, the activist as in like... <laughs> Being very unactive. Right. <laughs> An unactivist. Yeah. I I really like that idea. It's, it's like your political thing. It's like it's like Whatever it, requires me to do the least. <laughs> <sighs> if you didn't have to worry about money, what do you think you would do all day? Fuck all. <laughs> like define <laughs> fuck all. Would you just sit in a room? What would you do? I don't know if I'd be sitting. I'd probably be laying down. Right. So, would you just be laying down, looking at your phone, reading, watching a movie, uh, playing games? What would you do? I might lay under my bed. <laughs> just for something different. Just to be a bit tricky like that. Yeah, know? right. Like I said, you're a tricky people, you Asians. That's where we hang out, under the bed. Under the bed. Under the you bed. think there's the cookie monster or whoever, the bed, the uh. bed monster. They're making a Boogie Monster movie, which looks <clears throat> hell good. The Boogie Monster sounds like some dude busting out some sick moves. It does a bit, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Dead on the money, though. Um, I watched that horror film by Russell Crowe recently, The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Not very good. I think we talked about this, actually. Did we? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well... I'm bringing it back up again. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No not, one's really paying attention. No, not good. Honestly, man, I, I get more and more surprised that our listenership is going up. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense at all. I know. I know. Dude, I feel like every week the quality of the pod goes down <laughs> and down. I know. That's why it's so funny. The fact that people are still listening in. But not only listening, but it goes up. <laughs> Honestly, it's 
it's it's crazy to me that, that people seems, are doing that. It seems incorrect. It does. It's like I'd expect to hear in like a year's time that you've been looking at the graph upside down or some shit. Oh look, I wish I was. It's <clears> like uh, you know. Anyway, look, I'm happy that we have a loyal listener base, but I just don't understand it. George Cook, yep, chief amongst them, yep. George Cook, K the Sovereign. Um, Well, soon George Cook will be legal and we can have him on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told him that. I was just like, we'll interview you when you're 18. Someone asked me. Someone asked me why I would wait until he was 18, and I was like, I'm not sure on the legalities of it. And it's like, do you think there would be anything wrong? And it's like, no, I don't. But I can't be fucked into double checking it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just not going to do it. It's a lot it. easier just to wait till he's 18. Yeah. It's like the pod will still be here when he's 18. We'll still be doing this shitty program of an affair. <laughs> this shitty, shitty thing that we, that we do every week or so. Or maybe the that's the self-awareness that the pod sucks. Like that's that's the part that people are into. Not we're not like yeah, this pod. This is sick. a great pod. <laughs> we open with this is the most unlistenable pod, and then through the whole episode, we just talk about how shit it is. <coughs> <coughs> oh, a bit of salt and pepper squid went down the wrong way. Martin and I had salt and pepper squid and oven chips for. Do you reckon it'll be painful drowning? Uh, yes, I would. Uh, I think it would be. I think it would honestly be a horrible death. Because um, you get a little bit of water in your lung pretty bad. You get a lot of water in your lung. But I mean, even just getting a little bit hurts. Yeah. So if you get a lot bit, that must hurt. Mind you, I more. do think probably, like, you could probably help yourself a lot if you... Just inhale. If you just inhale very quickly. But, like, there's no instinct in your brain telling you to do that. Like, But thing it- you could survive if you don't. Could. You could, though. Uh, yeah. D- drowning seems like one of the worst ways to die. Drowning and burning to death. Yeah. And they are opposites. They are polar opposites, but both of them are horrible. What if you were drowning and as you were drowning, you caught fire? As I was drowning, I caught fire. Hmm. No, no, not, not, not saying it. Um, You're drowning in an oil. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying it, eh? Like. Maybe just your head is in the water. I don't, I, like, I can't wrap my head around the physics of it. Um, that's, that's the problem for me. Like. If, if the maths of the equation don't add up, it just doesn't work for me. Well, you snap your neck. Okay. And then your mouth, you're like face down in a very shallow pool. Okay. All right. Now now we're starting to get somewhere. Um, in that case, yeah, that would also be a fucking terrible way to die. A very specific and terrible way to die. Mm. And it's an analogy for anyone listening to the pod. Hmm. That's what it feels like. To be listening to this pod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a slow and terrible way to die? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah, I don't think we're that bad. Yeah. Well, now we're losing self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we've lost brain function. Uh, we need more oxygen to the brain. Which is exactly why we're going to become traffic control wardens. Traffic control wardens. Or whatever they're called. <sighs> well, you got to pay a course. It's like $500 or something for the ticket. That's fuck all. For you it is. Mm. I would, uh, if you promised to move to Sydney with me, I'd consider paying that for you. I'll, I'll find my way to pay it. You find your own way to pay it? I, I like to uh, be my own man. Do you? Yeah. Mm, I get that about you. Starting to see that more and more. Martin bought me a smoothie today. Um, it was very, very nice of him. Um, yeah. I really appreciated it. Thank you, Martin. No problem. Mm. I'd say any time, but I don't know how much money I'll have in the future. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Oh, that got me good. Uh, probably got me better than I thought it would. I think what uh, I'm starting to learn, the more... I don't know. Like I'm trying to tap into my comedic voice, and it seems to be the more honest I am, the funnier it is. Yeah, yeah I'd go along and agree with that. Um... Like The more honest I am about how deplorably lazy i am <laughs> and how unlistenable this podcast is yeah but just like <laughs> and how I, hack your jokes are yeah exactly <laughs> i just think about <coughs> yeah how it, it's just i love being lazy everyone does man it's like whether well, people want to admit it all these people going on about like you see it on instagram where it's like Get up, work, yada, yada, yada. And it's like working hard defeats the purpose of the entire human existence. Yeah, well, ultimately, I think the body wants to get to a state of doing just enough. Just enough. Well... The last Anzac uh, veteran, the last Anzac, World War One guy, I remember reading an article. He lived till he was like 104 or something. And, uh, yeah, people were interviewing him and they were going, how, how do you live so long? And he was just like, um, it was like well, I could never be fucked doing anything. <laughs> um, I never played footy or cricket. I was too lazy. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> but he went to war. But he went to war, yeah. But he couldn't be fucked. He couldn't be fucked. Once he killed a shitload of Turks and Germans, he was like, no, I'm good, man. Yeah. (coughs) That's all the physical activity I'll ever need. Wasn't there a point where they all, like, for Christmas Day or something, they all, like, played cricket or some shit? Played cricket or soccer, yeah. He didn't. He he fucking didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He was like... Nah, man, I'm, 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 I'll sit this one out. It's <laughs> uh, a very funny thought. Maybe that's why he lived. So long? Yeah, because he's like, they're like, oh, we're going to, you know, do a raid on the Turks. And he's like, oh, I'll sit this one out. <laughs> you boys go on. I'd, I'd be taking all the fun out of it. <laughs> La- a lazy coward. He's not, well, let's say he's not even a coward. Like, let's say, like... He just can't be fucked. He just can't be fucked. Like, when the Germans came to them, like, what if he was like, well, now I've got to do something, and, like, he just killed them all, and he was just like, 
just a mega fucking warrior, like, when the Germans attacked him. But, like, going over the top and, like, attacking them, it was just like, nah. Nah, guys. <laughs> it's like, why? You know, we're over here. They're over there. Yeah, like, wait for them to come to our choke point. Yeah, exactly. Like, just... Just leave each other alone, and then. The, but like when when the Germans came, like you wanted him on your side, you know, and like that's why they kept him around. I still reckon traffic control is a great career. Like I, it seems like a wonderland of doing fuck all and just getting money. Walking in a f- doing fuck all land, uh. dude. I. Yeah, I think I told you how my brother saw uh, my... Like, I was writing just a journal, like a daily journal or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, for the page I had written for the day, I just wrote, I love doing fuck all. (laughs) And that's it. That was like... I didn't even put a full stop. (coughs) I cannot get rid of this fucking cough. Maybe I've got to sit up. Oh, God, that generally helps get rid of a cough, doesn't it? Maybe. Huh. I learned how to get rid of hiccups. Hold your breath. That doesn't work for me. Uh, how do you do it? I drink from the opposite side of the cup. Explain. Okay, well, this is not going to help anyone that's not watching, but like when you know you drink like this. Yeah. You drink like this. <laughs> Okay, righto. Um, and then because you're contracting a whole bunch of weird muscles, it stops. How the, the fuck does the water even get in your mouth? You keep bending. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Interesting. Well, you fill up the glass more than that, obviously. 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 There's a sweet spot, I feel like. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Holding your breath doesn't work for you? I try it, but... <laughs> This works almost instantaneously. Yeah. Well, not instant, but like holding my breath, no. Right. Holding my breath generally works for me. After about two attempts. First attempt never works. Second attempt works fine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the one hiccup cure that I has worked for me. Yeah. Do you think... I was thinking about this recently. This is a deep philosophical quandary I have. Yeah. Where it's like, do you think, like, there's all those people that say it's like, oh, like, it's like, I feel like everyone knows someone who's incredibly, incredibly patient, but when they lose their shit, they lose their shit big time. Now, now it sounds like the guy's definitely wanking. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that was just a neighbour clickety and clapping. Um but yeah, the um the um someone who loses their shit easily and let's say they uh lose their shit with someone easily. Or like no, not lose their shit easily. It's difficult for them to lose their shit, but they erupt when they do. Like isn't there a part of you that goes where it's like, well, you probably deserved that to the person who like, contributed to that person losing his shit. Yeah, I'd say so. You'd say so? Fucking on the way here, I think I got a speeding fine. Why did you... Why did you speed to come do this shitty thing? 
No, I was just generally speed, but the uh, because I was using Google Maps and it was like, is there still a speed camera there? I'm like, why the fuck didn't you tell me earlier? <laughs> You're using Google Maps on the way here. Yeah, you've been here like a hundred times. Yeah, but I went to I pulled in to get fuel somewhere, and then I was like, oh, I'm lost. Yeah, I I'm can't not- find my way back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So then it took me a fucking it's, kind it's, of a way. <laughs> it's just Why a, did Google Maps take me away that they knew that there was a speed camera? Um, because Google Maps doesn't want to assume you're speeding. Well, very rude. Very rude to assume Google Maps. Uh, but they know how fast I'm going. Google Maps? Yeah. Well, look, man, eventually you're going to have no privacy. You need to remember that. It's like we have no privacy now. We have no privacy now. In another 10 years, we're going to have even less privacy. Fuck, I hate being alive. Yeah, I know. It's such a shit. It's such a shit hand to be dealt in the the modern age we live in. (coughs) Honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to... um, uh, war with Russia and China. I feel like it's coming. Then we can blow up all the cameras. Well, if war with Russia and China comes, it will come within the next five years, not in the next ten years. Five years. If it, if we, if we, if nothing comes in the next five years, it won't happen. I feel like. Ever. Ever. Never again. I won't explain my reasoning for that. Just know that I'm confident, and I have my reasons to believe that. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't like speed cameras. No one does. No one does. They're a shitty, shitty nuisance. They're taking money away from an honest, (laughs) non-working... Lazy piece of shit. (laughs) But it's my money. (laughs) It's like... It's like... I love that, which is like... What's the laziest job you can think of? Even lazier than traffic controller. Oh, there has to be... That's probably not much. But I get traffic control, you're outside. Like, you're at the mercy of the elements. Uh, to some extent, yeah. But there's got to be a job that's tougher. Has to be. You mean easier? Oh, yeah, sorry. There's a lot of jobs that are tougher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, a job that's easier. Um, what's a job that's easier than traffic control? Uh... uh Movie reviewer. No, because I have to write. Um, that would be fucked for most people. I'm just going to look up. Easiest jobs. Delivery driver. No. That seems hard. Yeah. Uh, there's there's elements of that that are difficult. Uh, data entry. Uh, yes. <laughs> Easy, but not... But- Boring. Boring, but like not traffic controller easy. Dog walking. Okay. Yeah, we're getting there. All right. Brand ambassador. I have no idea even what that entails. <laughs> it's like I know it. I know the job. What I, I know that it's a, jo- a job abstractively, but I have no idea what it's about. Thirteen of the easiest jobs. Library assistant. 
Not even the librarian, <laughs> the librarian's assistant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's so, apparently, you need to get a, uh, a degree to be a librarian. Yeah, I've heard that. My ex-girlfriend Library wanted to be... a study yeah, science or something. No, like my, my ex-girlfriend wanted to be a, a librarian, but she couldn't be because she was... Too stupid. She was dumb as shit. Yeah, like I was considering being a librarian because it sounded like another easy job that I could bludge. <laughs> just, just do sweet fuck all that. But then I, I realised I needed to do a four-year degree, which is not bludging. Yeah, it's like, oh God, no. <laughs> oh man that should be a tv series martin's quest to do fuck all it's pretty tough i yeah. feel like the more that you try to do fuck all the more you end up doing in some ways yes <laughs> like i know what you mean it's like in your attempts to do less you have somehow created more work for yourself yeah it's like being a stand-up comic felt like a lazy profession but then the more that you do it, the more you realize there's a lot that actually goes into it. Yeah. So to be lazy, you've got to be pretty productive. Yeah. To be lazy. Yeah. It's this weird, it's this vicious cycle. What's the sweet spot, do you think? Traffic controller? Well, dog walkers is on, on this list again. That seems pretty chill. I'll be honest with you. Uh, checkout operator. Mind numbing, but yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. If you could be the checkout operator of like a servo, that would be pretty cool. A big shopping center, that would be fucked. But a servo, I reckon that would be chill as hell. Yeah, late night would be a bit dodgy because you have to determine who you're going to let in the store. Just just deal with them through the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, sir, let me in for the... Let me in, I need to use the toilet. Go piss in the bush. It's a shit. Well, How it's about... a good thing there's leaves on the bush. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I don't give a fuck. So yeah. <laughs> 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 go fuck yourself uh, yeah yeah you see martin that's why people listen to the episode because listen to the podcast because little pearl is like that it's a good thing yeah, I don't once give a once every 30 minutes <laughs> once every 30 minutes you get a chuckle <laughs> you get a, you get a good chuckle mind you there's been a few chuckles this episode so far well there's ride operator oh like at a fair yeah oh that would be so easy i could like, fucking do that get in and then you make sure they're all strapped in. I feel like I feel like only meth head, meth heads do that job. Only heroin addicts and meth heads. Well, it says here on average they make fifty five thousand dollars a year. That's not bad for what they do. That's good. Yeah. Well, the library assistant makes forty eight thousand dollars a year. That's, on average. That's not bad considering what they do. Like which one? Both. A lot. Both. Both. Like, yeah, they never have to do anything. Yeah, it is like the ultimate do-fuck-all job. Mm. You could probably pursue a side hustle, like an internet side hustle on the side real easy, you know? Yeah, OnlyFans. Literally, yes. <clears throat> like, honestly, getting paid, getting paid like, let's say you build up your um, OnlyFans to like a point where it's like $10 million. You're just a librarian on the side as well. It's like the librarian is your side hustle at that point. Yeah. Oh, mind well, you, people with OnlyFans, like, the more and more I learn about... Because, um, I mean, listen, reading these articles and fucking uh, um, uh, listening to these podcasts about people, like, denouncing the pornography world, like Riley Reed and 
all these things like saying how like how fucked the pornography world is. The more and more I look at OnlyFans people, like they're they're weird. Like originally I thought, you know what, yeah, do what you got to do to get your money. And then to some extent, I still think that because it's like it's an economically shit world we live in. Do what you got to do to get your money. But like OnlyFans just seems fucked. You know what I mean? I'd do it if anyone was interested. People would pay you. For, people would pay you for sure. Well, anyway, but hotel cleaner. Hotel that seems hard. Oh, does it though? Well, you're cleaning up people's cum. Oh, that's a good point. That is a very good point. I did not think of it that way at all. Like people go to hotels to like fuck prostitutes and stuff. Um. Yeah, but it's not that. Like you've got to clean skid marks out of the fucking uh, toilets, like. Yeah, and then what about like a lads' weekend or something? That room. Oh my god! Bombed. Yeah, that would be disgusting. Um, yeah, that would be disgusting. And then you're on a time crunch as well. You are. You are. So many rooms. Oh. I reckon you'd be busting your hole as a hotel cleaner. Who I would be. Well, anyone, <laughs> not just you, but yeah, if you were the cleaner. I would be busting my hole as a hotel cleaner. Like working quick. Um, uh, I, much like yourself, um, am very good at doing, making fuck all look like a lot. So, like, yeah, like, no, you could really slack off doing that if you needed to, like you could get away with a lot there. You could get away with doing fuck all a lot there. I guess it depends what hotel. Yeah. It was like a very prestigious... You'd probably be doing a lot. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that indeed. What uh, the fuck is that? Lifeguard. Uh, black fan... Oh, message from Chief Koze. Hi, brother. Can we please reschedule? Please, man. Um, Please, man. Family commitment. Black family. They don't tell you shit till late. I love that he he brought that up. That's... I'll message him. That's all right. We've still got Lucian coming. Uh, um, Yeah, bro. But yeah, lifeguard seems... You're not doing a lot sometimes. But when you need to do something, you you have to do a lot. Yeah. Customer service officer. What? A, what is that specifically? Oh, like answering calls. That seems. That's chill. But you're not doing nothing. No. Again, you got to stop. You got to stop. I know you want to do nothing, but there's no equation where you're getting paid to do nothing. I know we we want to get as close. Like you got to stop thinking of that and just think, how do I get as close to that as possible? Because it's unattainable. It's not possible to get that. So what what is the closest thing? I feel like customer services operator is pretty damn close. Hey. Hey, what do you need? <laughs> hey. Well, my name's Martin. I'll, I'll put you through to someone that cares. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you through. <laughs> I'll put you through. To, <laughs> that would be the best. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah this is customer service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. I'll put you through to someone who gives a shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll give you... I'll put you through to someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's 
Sorry, I only just started working here 16 years ago, so... <laughs> I'm still catching up on some things. Uh, one sec. I want to get something out of the thing. Keep reading those uh, lists to me. Uh, babysitter. No way that would be. That would be so Dude, much work. You're dealing with children. Yeah. That, like, by itself is a chore. I feel like this list is getting less reliable yeah, as it goes is, on. This list is stupid. Uh, once again, brand ambassador. But how the fuck do you become a brand ambassador anyway? Um, I feel like you just need to build up your social media influencing. I mean, that's ultimately my goal. Build up my social media influence just so I can monetize it. <sighs> That'd be another, that would be another one. That'd be another one that's good. Um, what would it be? Uh... Uh, uh, an Australian police officer. Why Australian specifically? Because they, because Australian police officers have fuck all to do. What about the ones that just ride around on a horse? Pointing, pointing case. Yeah. Who are you catching on a horse? I mean, someone on foot. Yeah, but you get outmatched by the car. Yeah, but like they're they're not for that. Oh, and ultimately the horses aren't for chasing either. What the horses are meant for is breaking up fights quickly. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, because you see how big those police horses are. Yeah, they look like a horse. No, but like, if you see a racing horse and a police horse next together, they're like the fucking uh. The, the police horse is m- so big in comparison. It's like if you know anything about horses, you know that the police horses are just gargantuan creatures which have no right to exist. Like they're genetic freaks. A horse, a horse really isn't meant to be that big. Most horses don't want to be that big. They breed those horses specifically to be that big. So, Do you think those horses are really uh, skewing... Uh, horsepower. Uh, didn't think of it like that. Because what's the one? What's the average horse? You know, is it based on the average horse? I don't know. What is horse? Let's shall we look it up? You know what? I think it's what it what it is. What it is? It's it's not. Yeah, I think it's a measurement of how much strength you need to pull something. One horse. Yeah. More or less. So, horsepower. What is it? Why does it... Who is it? When is it? Horsepower expl- Horsepower meaning. Okay. All right. A, an imperial unit of power equal to 550 pound, foot pounds per second. The power of a well, that yeah. means absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> right. So, well, I think it's I think it's the amount of uh, power a something can produce within a certain time frame. So let's say the motor of a Ferrari can measure like two thousand pounds a second. That's some amount of horsepower. I don't know what, but that is the amount. What are you looking at me like that for? Well, you really shine a light onto this. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm not a genius, okay? <laughs> I 
I'm, do, do I look like fucking Einstein to you? You kind of do in a way, minus some hair. Minus some hair? Yeah, he had like the big... The big hair. He had the big badonkadonk hair. He did. He had a big forehead though. He also had a big tongue. He did. He did. He also may have been a pedophile, I think. May have. May have been, yeah. What makes you suspect that? Uh, He fell in love with a very young girl very, very late in life. In fact, a lot of people say that's why uh, he, his science career took a dive. After World War II, he just kind of dropped off, I guess. It's a shame. Mm. Happens to the best of us. Albert Einstein and um, what's the name of that famous silent film actor? Charlie Chaplin. Albert Einstein and Charlie Chaplin met. Uh, did you know? Um, and uh, Charlie Chaplin said to Einstein, "You're amazing. Nobody understands you yet. Uh, nobody understands what you're saying yet. Everyone admires you." And uh, Einstein said to him, "Says no. You're even more amazing. You say nothing yet. Everyone understands you." That was apparently the interaction. Okay, but they they didn't understand what each other was saying. Well, yeah, let's go along with that, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Martin, you you think you try... I I think I'm trying to pronounce something profound on you and then you just flip it on me. I was fully expecting um, (laughs) Einstein to say whatever the fuck he just said. You know, like, oh, you know, you'd... Oh, what are, you know, who spoke first? Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. And he's like, oh, Einstein, you're a fucking great cunt or whatever. <laughs> you're a fucking great cunt. And Einstein's like, tell someone who cares. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out here to get some pussy. <laughs> With this big tongue, where are some young girls? <laughs> <laughs> equals MC up my... Cock. I'm, uh, I'm out of here. Uh, he, he equals MC suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It doesn't even make any sense. Who cares? So, on the quest to find... <clears throat> on the quest to do fuck all. Yeah, it seems I'm actually... I'm putting work into finding out how to do fuck all. A priest? They seem to do fuck all. Oh, they do fuck... Yeah, you could be a Greek Orthodox priest. What do they? What do they do? They're the same as Catholic priests, but they're allowed to marry and have children. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I'll be one of the worst uh, people given a sermon. Yeah, but you could pretend. You could pretend for an hour. I feel like you could pretend very easily for an hour. We love God. Uh, we love God, and He loves us. So let's hold hands and sing. We love our bread. We love our butter. We love our wine. We love our cheese. But most of all, we love each other. (laughs) He's a poet and you didn't even know it. And then, no, but then, well, yeah, God's pretty good, eh? Yeah. Did us a favor last week. God? Yeah. What did he do? Killed my wife, you know? Oh, And then everyone's like uproarious clapping. Yeah. We hated her. She was a bitch. 
I've been watching that show Boardwalk Empire. You would really find that funny in the most weirdest, weirdest sense. Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. You would find that hilarious. What's it, what's it about? Well, it's about the start of the prohibition of American alcohol prohibition. The very start of it and like how it progressed as it like continued throughout the United States. And uh, it was such a big business and uh, so much money was made off of it. <clears throat> In the roaring 20s, like they were into so much weird entertainment, like stand-up comedy first started in the 1920s. And it was really weird. It was just guys in makeup pantomiming, saying things about their wives, usually how ugly they were. Um, so what's changed? Not much. Not much. Yeah, you're right. I mean, less makeup, probably. Less yeah. makeup. Yeah. I feel like uh, you can never trust a comedian that's too handsome. But in saying that, there's a comedian I've been watching recently, Matt something. Matt uh, Rife. Matt Rife is his name. Good looking guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he used to be not good looking. Did he? How do you know? Well, he was like a more scrawny looking dude. Uh, scrawnier looking dude. Yeah. Was he? I, I think mean, so. I mean, he's not, it's not like he's built now. Yeah, but scrawny isn't acute to ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Matt Rife is his name, yeah? Yeah. Young. Uh, Matt Rife. Or younger, I don't know. Oh, no, that's not the guy I'm thinking of. To be honest with you, I don't think he's that good looking. I think his face is kind of weird. <laughs> well, anyway, who are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Some other guy. This guy looks gay. He could be. Yeah... How did Matt Rife get... He, getting his start on a couple of Disney shows, okay, so touched as a child, uh, <laughs> until his break came through when he ad, when he was added as a leading cast member on, MTV, on MTV's hit show Wild and Out back in season seven. Okay. So, yeah. Started at the Disney show. Um, yeah. Started on a couple of Disney shows, which, yeah, he was definitely touched as a child. That Maybe. is all that... Um, Dis- that is all that like 2000s Disney shows were that and uh, Nickelodeon Nickelodeon Nick- Nickelodeon uh, still hires uh, Brian Singer who's a notorious kitty fiddler how do you know uh, because I read articles uh, following celebrity pedophiles because I feel like it's important we track them in order to call them out and uh, eventually hopefully someday when the uprising happens we can kill them yeah, but... Yeah, okay. Well, that's a good enough reason to keep up with the pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you think so. I like to think so. There was a guy uh, that lived over the over the road from our school that uh, the kids were like, he's a pedophile. Really? Yeah, yeah. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. I remember... Um, I remember back when I was a solar inspector... There were two. There are two jobs that stand out to me a lot, right? There's the job of. Uh, there was a job I did with back when I was an apprentice, where I went to the. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's still this, but he was at the time. It was the vice president of the Rebels Motorcycle Club. Oh shit! 
And uh, I went to his house. And very, very nice guy gave me his card because he was a tow truck driver. And he, you know, he said, yeah, give us a call if you ever see a tow truck and I'll give you a hundred bucks. And I was like, oh, sweet. Thank you. Very, very nice guy. Wife was really, really nice. Well, back up. What do you mean if you ever see a tow truck? Well, no, if you ever see a car crash. Sorry. So he's a tow truck driver. Oh. So if you call in a crash to him, he will give you money. Oh. Yeah. What if I cause the accident? Well, I don't know. I don't know how that one works. Well, I nearly... Well, not really, but there was an accident nearly happened. I was driving back to my house. Uh-huh. And uh, there was this guy all the way over in the left lane. Uh-huh. And I was all the way over in the right lane. And uh, and then last second, he decided he wanted to be in the right lane. So, he tried to cut across two, two lanes. But then there's like a big... Like, it cut off, and there's, like, a big concrete fucking door stopper right there. Mm. So, he couldn't. So, his two options were to crash into me or back out. <laughs> and he backed out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But if he crashed into me, I would have been able to sue that cunt. <laughs> I was hoping that he would hit me. <laughs> Just sue him for everything he's worth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Yes. Finally, an insurance payout's coming. I had a really, really weird uh, dream the other night about a a tragedy happening. You had a dream? Yeah. I can remember the dream because it was so weird, but the ending was what was so weird. Because it was a nightmare right up until the ending. The ending wasn't good, it was just strange how it made me feel. Yeah, yeah. So, my entire family died, right? That was the happy part. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, that was the beginning. They all died all at once. Um, well, at that point, you should have been like, this dream is very unlikely. Yeah, considering how big my fucking family is. <laughs> Everyone yeah. died at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's like, what happened? A terrorist attack? <laughs> yeah, dude, was there another 9-11 or something? Um, no. So, they all died. And funeral happens. I'm sad. Sad. Devastated. Devastated. Um, then there's a musical number. Well, uh, this is where it gets interesting. One of them, like the, the get through it to the end, I'm sitting down with all of the family lawyers and they're like, we've left you everything because you're the only remaining relative. Yeah, yeah. And all of them are dead. So it's quite a lot accumulatively. And I was just like, this isn't so bad. <laughs> I just remember that being my last thought. And then you woke up. Yeah, and then I woke up. I was just like... Dude, I remember one time I had a wet dream. Go on. Uh, and I was at my friend's house. Yeah. So I woke up with cum in my pants. But the dream itself was me. I was okay. in the dream. Okay. Uh, and I, I was watching a porno and I had a wank in my dream. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> oh, man. I love the way your brain works, bro. Oh. That happened. <laughs> so, I had a wank in my dream and I woke up and I came my pants. That's incredible that that happened to you. Yeah, well, it also reminds me, I was watching Avatar 
The first one uh-huh. with the blue people. I was watching it with my brother uh, in the lounge room. And then he fell asleep and then it hit that scene where they're like, the two blue people are making out or whatever and I had a wank. Right then and there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. This is as bizarre as the beans are made of spaghetti fucking episode. I don't know if it's as bizarre. Actually, you know what? No, not as bizarre. I remember what being a horny teenager was like. You would have a wank anywhere at any time when you were a teenager, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. Even in your dream. Even in your dream. Yeah. Rather than fuck a girl. I'm just going to have a wank in my dream. (laughs) So good. So good. uh, It does remind me, like, my... uh, Because that was a time where my brother was with my step... Well, not my stepdad, but the guy that my mum was with at the time. And then, I guess he's my stepdad, I don't fucking know. But he did not like kids. But he was trying to, like, convince me to stay there so they get more child support money. Right. So he loved to beat kids up, but he couldn't beat me up. No? Because, you know, they wanted to convince me to stay there. Right. But the problem is, is I'm an idiot. And I was like... One time I went to like flush the toilet and there's big shit in there. Right. And it wouldn't flush. So I was pushing it down with the dunny brush. <laughs> yeah. And the dunny brush is like fucking caked in shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so <laughs> He was so angry. <laughs> that he couldn't beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's that's too good so caked in shit that he couldn't beat you up oh man well like the dummy brush was caked in shit and he was so angry but he couldn't hit me because well one i wasn't his kid or whatever but also that he was trying to he's like i'm trying you should stay here so that's so good and then i was having showers and uh you know how like you get the arm that's kind of just attached to the wall and you can turn the knob and like adjust it yeah anyway any time that i would have a shower there i would just like grab like i'd grab it and face it towards the wall so i wouldn't have to deal with the cold water right so then (laughs) then the arm is like pissing water so (laughs) it's like leaking like a cunt Anyway, I'm casually destroying his house. <laughs> and he wants me... To, he's trying to convince me to stay. <laughs> and you're and just he, fucking everything up in this guy's house. And I'm just destroying his house. Fuck, that's so good. Your mum... I want to see a photo of your mum young. Because I feel like she must be hot. I guess so, yeah. Because, like... For your son to come and stay at your boyfriend's house... And then for your son to destroy all your boyfriend's shit and then still be like, stay with us, please. <laughs> it's like, it's like your mum must have been a rare piece of tail. Yeah, probably. You heard it here first, guys. Martin's mum is hot. She in, is fucking In the past. In the past. Well, how old is she now? Uh, 50 something. Ah, still doable. Yeah. Yeah, and she is Asian too. I know a hot 62, no, 65-year-old who comes and drinks at my bar quite often. Oh, yeah. She is 
smoking hot. She's ridiculously hot. Well, another thing that happened at that house was uh, I was staying at my brother's house. Well, not yeah. Well, that that guy's house, mm-hmm. and um, and then these two uh, Aboriginal dudes broke in and stole my brother's PlayStation. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like a fat one and a skinny one. Uh huh. And the next door neighbours saw them like coming up and smashing the window and coming in, and they thought it was us. Right, because you were fat at the time. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're both wearing hoodies. Right. Okay. So they thought it was us breaking into our own house, as Asians tend to do. Yeah. Yeah, to then take your own shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Away from your your house. Yeah. Yeah, away from the place you live. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, we thought it was you. Well, how... Yeah, I mean, this was in Collie, right? Yeah, this was in Collie. Yeah, that explains it. People there aren't very smart. Mm, it's all the fumes. Yeah, people, people who stay in Collie are not smart. People who move out can be smart. Mm. Yeah, I know some people who moved out. My mum being one of them. My mum was <clears> born in back born in Collie back in 1958. I want to say. Well, you don't choose where you're born. No, you don't. But you can choose where you stay the rest of your life. Yeah. And if it's Collie, you boy, yeah, you're fucked. Mm. You're yeah. destined to be a traffic controller. You de- <laughs> yeah, or a coal miner. They're I'm- shutting down the coal mine, aren't they? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them shutting down the coal mine. Oh, I might have made that up. I mean, it doesn't seem like they can. Like that. I mean, that town's a coal mining town. Yeah, just bomb it. Just bomb it off the map. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> worth looking at. Yeah, just kill all the people there. <laughs> Nothing of value would be. Would lost. you give them a warning? Like, just say we're going to give you half an hour to leave. Half an hour seems like a very short amount of time. Well, like, I'm just saying, for example. Uh, yeah. Okay. What kind of bomb? Uh, probably a Moab would do it. A Moab is like the mother of all bombs. It's like the biggest bomb before nuclear. I think that's what it is. I'm going to look it up. I think usually people just let towns die... In a very sad way, where they slowly just... Everyone leaves. Yeah. It just it gets forgotten about by the government. The local government doesn't care anymore. Where it would be much cooler to just drop a bomb. Yeah, it would be. Because then you could all sit around and watch. Okay. Alright, here we go. This is... <coughs> The GBU-43B Massive Ordnance Air Blast, Moab, colloquially indeed intended as the snow clone mother of all bombs, is a large-yield bomb developer, developed for the United States and military for Albert L. Oh, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. It was tested in 2003. At the time of development, it was said to be the most powerful non-nuclear weapon in the American arsenal. The bomb is designed to be delivered by a C-130 Hercules, Primarily the MC-130 Combat E-Talon. The bomb's name and nickname were inspired by a Iraqi's, Iraqi President Saddam Hussein 
invocation of the mother of all battles uh, during the 1991 Gulf War. Okay. I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find how much it weighs. So only 15 have been built, ever. Mm. It weighs 9,800 kilograms. So 9.8 tonne. Yeah. It is approximately... Uh, nine, it's just over nine meters long and nearly a meter in diameter. That's crazy. It's a huge dildo. That is a massive dildo. How did, like, that is fucking, that's insane. How did, how does anyone build something that big? Well, first off, why the fuck do you need a bomb that big? That's the other thing. It's a pop-up collie. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. But like the fact that it it needed to be developed like that for a start, it's like you don't need to blow up comedy. As you say, you could just leave it and it will die on its own. Yeah, but that's more sad. You want a firework display? Yeah. Right. Uh, what other towns can we blow up? Kalgoorlie. Yep. We'll second that. But once you blow it up, it'll look pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, Meriden? Yep. Just name any small town. It'll yeah. probably be worth... Meriden's okay. It's probably one of the only decent small towns between Kalgoorlie and Perth. I have some friends who live out in Meriden. Oh, yeah. Um... They're pretty gay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What makes them so gay? Uh, they are rugby players. Oh, yeah. It's pretty gay. Rugby players are all secretly gay. Like, it's... Like, they're... Well... I say what they are is time and place gay. So, like... These are guys with such inordinate amount of testosterone in their body. But the problem is their masculine urges are encouraged by everyone around them. And so they're just just let run wild. And so they think nothing of buggering their friends, mainly because they spend so much time around each other. So, yeah, the amount of of rugby players who've had their arseholes pillaged... um, is a lot higher than you think. It's like AFL players adjusted to doing drugs. I don't know. I don't think too many AFL AFL players are into gay stuff. Mm, Rugby players are into doing men. Into doing men. Yeah. That's why they get all excited for those uh, bloody um, uh, scrums and like the packs. It's like tie, bind and like get your fucking... Fists in between each other's legs and heads up each other's asses and go for it, you know? It's like they get really, really excited being squashed between um, two different men's butt cheeks. Don't we all? Don't we all? Too true. True words never said, Martin. True words never said. This has been an interesting episode. Has it? Oh, well, now you've called me out. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm. You've said a lot of funny things about fucking... uh, Blowing up Collie, uh, come uh, wanking while next to your brother's 
while oh, he's yeah. asleep. I forgot I heard um, that. Uh, there's having another a wank fuck, in a dream. Yeah, having a wank in a dream. Um, fucking up your what a mother's boyfriend's uh house uh and shit smearing a toilet brush <laughs> why is it you can never wash the little shit smear out of a toilet brush so like there's always a little bit of shit on it and you can yeah. never get it out especially when i'm involved especially when you're involved uh. um oh we also brought up how uh uh, retards would make good traffic controllers. I'm sorry. Mentally disabled people. Mm, I don't think we explicitly said that. Well, I said it and I agree with it. Maybe, yeah. It's like, really, the easy jobs should be given to the dumbest people. Because... This is a tough sell. What do you mean? No, go ahead. No, think about it. Think about it just for a sec. It's like... I'm not having a laugh here... <clears throat> Um, uh, but like, yes, they deserve to have a job, right? You don't want them to not have a job. And like, clearly they're not capable of doing a whole lot, but like they're capable of doing some things. So why not give them the easiest jobs in the world? Yeah, that's why I want to go after traffic control, because it's easy. Right, is that the only reason you want to go after it? Yeah. Not, not the pussy? What pussy do you get from traffic control? Oh, you know, you just pull a girl over and she's like, well, darling, uh, I can't let you through until you pay the toll. And she's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the number for your company is right there on the ute I'm calling it now no don't do that <laughs> I know once I cut a dude off in the company van and they called my boss while they were still behind me and what did the boss say to you he rung me up and he I can't remember exactly what he said something along the lines of you're a dickhead you're a dickhead <laughs> but he couldn't fire me because I was one of the only people not addicted to methamphetamine. Right. So you were a vital part of the machine. Yeah, because I would talk to the clients. Right. You... (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Imagining that, yes, Martin is the one we want to interact with our customers. (laughs) This, This socially dysfunctional misfit is... Better is the best person we have for talking to our customers. Like, that is gold. Yeah, well, that's just the circumstances. Please tell me you see the humor in that. Yeah, no, I understand. (laughs) But all the other people would, like, rock up to work late, drunk, like, still drunk, on drugs, coming down from drugs. (laughs) Sometimes I'd be like, I can't come into work today because I'm back in jail. <laughs> or just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't come to work today. Why not? I'm in jail. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Yeah. Like, well, sounds like you're in a bit of a bind, bro. <laughs> Let us know when you're doing better. Give <laughs> us a call when you're out. Yeah. <laughs> that's got to be one of the best phone calls ever. <laughs> I can't come in. I'm in jail. 
I don't know why that's so funny to me. That's a bulletproof excuse. Oh, look. What's the boss going to say? Well, what if they ring you up and they're like, where the fuck are you? And you're like, I'm in jail. (laughs) Yeah, why do they let you have your phone in jail? Dude, they had old, uh, we had old fish eyes working for us. Old fish eyes? Yeah, because his head was like, and his eyes would face outwards. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. And then we're, we're moving out the police station. Uh-huh. And he took like the nastiest shit. <sighs> in the, in like, because we're moving out their shit. Well, he was moving his shit in and we're moving their shit out. But anyway, it was so smelly. And then everyone, it like all the detectives and stuff are like trying to pretend that they're not walking through like this dirty smog cloud. Mm. <laughs> it's so disgusting. I um, I met this uh, couple recently. Yes. Um, and uh, the dude was this giant, giant dude, like. Mainly muscle, like really big weightlifter kind of dude. <clears throat> and the girl was tiny, tiny by comparison. Now, when when I think about it, I think of like big dudes needing a lot of sleep. Like they're tired all the time because they like have to move around more. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, probably. And then when I think of small people, I feel like they should have more energy because... You or are they like gnomes? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And, uh, but it was the opposite in this case. This boyfriend had, like, went to the gym, stayed active, had a ton of energy. And this girl, like, just wanted to fucking nap all the time. And, like, that, that, I don't know. I suppose in my overthinking brain, that really affected me. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to think about that. She's like a cat. She's like a cat, yes. She's like a cat. Oh, if you could transform into being a cat and then do fuck all, would you be happy with that? Yeah, then I wouldn't have a need for money. Yeah, people would just love you and look after you. Yeah, but I still have my face. But you still have your face. Right, you want to be able to talk, is that it? No, I can't talk. Right, okay. <laughs> Mind you, being a being an Asian-born a cat's got to be almost as difficult as being an Asian-born a dog. Yeah. No? Think about it? What do you think? I don't know. Well, if I had a face, they might not eat me. Yep, that logic checks out. Um, well, it depends where I am. Does it, though? Well, if I'm in China, I'm in big trouble. Uh, I suppose so. If you're in China, you're in deep trouble, yeah. If you're in the China, you're in deeper trouble. Yeah, I'm in the deeper fryer. The deep fryer. A deep fryer in... Oh, this was a funny thought I had. Um, So, you know what the term libertarian means? Well, libertarian is a term for people who think government should keep its um, nose out of everyone's business and everything. It's like they talk about small government, small government. Government should stay out of anything. Government should stay out of everything. You know, I don't want the government involved with anything. Now, I want to see a gay libertarian. Just come across. I want to see the government stay out of everything except my ass. So yeah, that's what I thought of. I, I, thought- I, I like the government. 
because it gives you welfare. Yeah. Yep, fur. Jesus. Don't bite the mouth that feeds you. Uh, don't suck the cock that fucks you. <laughs> They're not fucking me. They're giving me money. Uh, That's real money. If you had to... If, if you had to let a man jerk off in front of you to get the, the money that you're getting, would you let it happen? Who is it? Different person every week. Every fortnight. Oh, I guess so. Right. How long? Uh, until until he comes. Yeah, but that could be any amount of time. He has a, he has he has a ten minute window. So. Do I have to be there the whole time? Yes. Oh, okay. He has a ten minute window, so it doesn't ne- that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to take ten minutes. Yeah, or maybe I could help him out and it could be finished sooner. Right, okay. Like talk dirty to him? Yeah. Right. What would you say to him? Get the fuck out of my house. You know, they'd be like, no, this is the government. <laughs> this is the service you need to provide to the government. Just let a man choke off in front of you. No, but uh, I don't know. What's like a sexy thing to say? Uh, come up. Oh. Come for me? I'm going to blow my nose. So. Yeah, come for daddy. Come for daddy? What's God is uh, your sweet... He's your man. Come for Jesus. Alex has gone to go blow his nose. So now you're just here with me. It's just me and you. Hello. I hope you're having a lovely day. And I'm not even sure if we're still recording, actually. Maybe I'm just talking for no reason at all. Oh, he's coming back. Hmm. It's Alex. I'm back. He's returned. I've returned. Oh, shit. Fuck. Um. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's better. I can breathe through my nose again. Mm. So my roommate had his appendix out. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been poking him in the stomach as uh, my price for getting him his groceries. So it's like I just want to cause him a little bit of pain to get him his groceries. I still have my appendix in. Really? Yeah. Some people never need to get it removed. I don't think I'll ever need to get my appendix removed. I don't think I'll ever need to get my uh, wisdom teeth removed. Because not many people in my family have had their wisdom teeth removed. What about the appendix? No, not many have had their appendix removed either. I think maybe my brother James, but that's it. Appendix is a uh, like some kind of shit. Some kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Care to elaborate there? Have you ever thought about that? No, no, no. It just exists and just sometimes fucks you over. Yeah. It can kill you. It can. It can kill you. I wonder what, what it's for, though, because it's it wouldn't be in the body if it wasn't meant for anything. Shall we Google it? Yeah, I think it's um, because it's got poison in it. It's probably a way that uh, the ancient cavemen used to kill themselves. Appendix. Rather than just jump off a cliff. Yeah, you just think about it. Dying. Appendix function. All right. Okay. So this is interesting. 
Oh, right. So it's a little thing at the end of the intestine. Some has something to do with poison, I reckon. The appendix has been found to play a role in mammalian mucosal immune function. Oh. It is believed to be involved in extra extrathymically derived T lymphocytes and B lymphocyte medicated or mediated immune responses. It is also said to produce early defenses that help prevent serious infections in humans. Hmm. That does that that literally helped me with nothing. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Like, literally the last bit was the only bit that made any sense. And that was the most ambiguous part of all. I hate, uh, I hate this. I hate fucking Google. Like, why do they make life so difficult? What is the point of the appendix? Mm. Do we need our appendix? Suggest that the appendix acts as a safe house for good bacteria. And intense di- after intense diarrhea, the appendix repopulates and reboots the intestine. With good bacteria after harmful bacteria finds a home there. Humans aren't the only creatures with an appendix. About 533 mammal species live with an appendix. Okay. That made a bit more sense. I think it says it stores certain healthy types of gut bacteria. Right. That's it. But it can fuck you over. It says may. The word may is in there, so it's not like it does. Mm. It may. Well, that's stupid, and I don't like it. Well, look, I think... um, Well, back in the day, in the caveman days, you Mm. wouldn't have lived long enough for the appendix to kill you, I don't think, most of the time. Would you not have? Oh, actually, how often does it... How early does it happen? I've no clue. Very good question. Unknown at this time. Um, oh, we've gone into a deep dive on appendix. I have. I've really got another thing. I can't help it. I want to know more. Oh, this is funny. Um, this is something totally unrelated, but I thought you would find it funny. Uh, Yes. Yes, you're gay. Um, no. Uh, no, but this was funny. So, a friend of mine, you know the girl we met at the post office today? My yeah. Friend? A friend of mine is re- really wants to uh, hook up with her. Okay. And uh, it's funny because me and Lindsay hang out and do shit all the time. So, we're always taking like stories and that together. And now people have started to think we're dating when we're just friends. Oh. Yeah. So now that guy or whatever is like, you're fucking her. Yeah. He was just like, hey, man, what's the deal? Are you guys like dating or whatever? And I'm like, no. And it's like, then why do you guys hang out so much? And it's like. Because we enjoy we each other's together, company. We enjoy each other's company. We live on the same street, you know. Kind of just all adds up, you know. Mm. Um. Alright, that's long enough. This has been a pretty good episode, I think. Yeah, the end was a bit of a lull where we talked about the appendix for 10 minutes, but... uh... Fuck it, who cares? Um, Let's plug. 7.30, every Sunday. Sunday slouches. 
uh, hosted by either myself, Robbie Brooks, or David Morgan Brown. I will be appearing there two weeks from now um, for the first time in quite a while. Um, I'm very, very uh, thankful for the room and we're very, very happy with the growth of the room. It's, it's doing really, really well. Please come down and support um, if you have time. We really would appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.